Is this what you think that I do when I'm over there? I just swear to God, I just you wait, you wait for Creative Explorer to get home, and then you just, <laughs> he comes in. You got like some little mesh on, like a little jingly, little like belly dancer thing. You're boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, chicka. me, and Nipple you just tassels. saunter over to him. <laughs> And you just say, my vagina is prepared for you. Nobody says vagina anymore. Only turning me off. <laughs> the following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, a show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Hi. I'm Kathy. I am Count Boogie, and who the hell are you? I am Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander... Welcome to show it 123. It's like an 80s song, it, Cobra Commander. It was a character. That's Copacabana. It was a character <laughs> in G.I. Joe. Copacabana, god damn it. You are so high, now and that was, was the thinking. 70s, and that was Barry Manilow, you fucking antique. I love Barry Manilow. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're here at show 123. Got a lot of cool stuff going on. We have a random guest host. Random? Just random. I've never random. met this person in my life. I have no idea who she is or what she does, but. Um, I put up uh, an ad in FetLife for, for people that do fetish modeling and stuff like that. And uh, Cobra answered and said, yeah, I'll come down and hang out with you guys. So so here you are. Welcome. What do you do? Whatever I am told to do. Wow. Nice. <laughs> for as, pretty much. As, as long as there's money involved or, or, or some sort of love exchange. Right. or No, money. Money. Just pretty yeah. much pretty much money. Great. Do you have a website that you work on? Um, my website, my personal website is actually going live in three weeks, but I do a lot of, um, videos for custom requests Sure. and I featured on a lot of clips for sale sites. Sure. So there's a lot of features out there. All right. Well, at the end, uh, give us that website and, uh, and we'll uh, get some people out to you and we just basically talk about shit here, which, uh, which one? You're, you're looking I at potato mayhem. Jesus, Which there's one are you like 8,000 of them we're there. We're going to have to split it up. Yeah, we're going to probably have to split it up. Good news. Our uh, our Zua uh, squishy video um, got featured today on Veer uh, TV, virtual reality. It's a virtual reality channel, and they thought our little squishing video, uh, squishy things, was good enough to go ahead and feature on their front page, which was very nice. What is this website? This is Veer TV. It's, dedic- it's all virtual reality 360 videos, and so we have a channel on there because we do... Zua and, and Perverted Podcast, we do some mm-hmm. 360 videos now. And so this one they thought was uh, quality enough. Thank you very much, uh. Count Boogie, for a uh, product. Why are women clothed? What the fuck? They're, they're ignoring you and they're all Ann on Ann. their phones. Ann Ann, Bunny, nudity, Mew, nudity. <laughs> like I'm sitting here and it's, I just feel uh, this there's like. There's a rule in my house I that just, you check your clothes at the door. There's I just, <laughs> I feel this vacuum. You should go to This a, vacuum of house. lameness. And it's because the huts are not uh, showing. Thank you. Oh, my God. That is so much better. Uh, You know what? He's a guy. Being predictable is is also consistency. And that's what we offer on Perverted Podcast. Consistency. So full of shit. I'm just trying to be happy about a video Mm -hmm. because our Lilo Siri 2 that we just I think we have a hater. I think we literally have a demon Somebody that is out to get us. us because literally the day after I posted uh, last week's show, which we talked about the Lilo Siri 2 uh, vibrator that you have uh, that you stole from me. I did um, not see. Okay, what? wait, 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 wait. No, 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 are no, we look. not perverted podcast, the two of you? Yes, we are. Okay, so The two of me? Yes, thank you. Acknowledging. <laughs> when someone sends us something, doesn't that mean we need to share We do. It? So why would you say I'm stealing it? Because when you, you said had you for over ever, a year and a half. You had multiple opportunities to get that goddamn vibrator, uh-huh. and you kept forgetting year it, and, and then you wanted to hoard the... Thank God. Thank, it's always think when somebody else pays for it. Thank imaginary gods that <laughs> we'll be talking <laughs> about a listener later who is going to help solve this yeah. argument. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. But, but um, told on us. Because we did that review video that has like 320,000 views, and we were like, hey, we got to get more stuff because we Which got all these views. Basically, basically you... Saran wrapping a vibrator onto Mew. Right. That's and doing a test. So, yeah, about. that was right. it. There was no nudity, whatever. And YouTube sent the letter and said, we're banning this video after a year of it being up. 
and then they said someone flagged it, and we checked it out, and it violates our terms of services. I, I appealed it, and I said this was an educational video. There was no eroticism. You know, there was giggling, and it was a test. There was no nudity, and they said, we're going to pull it in. They're YouTube. They can do whatever they want. It's their site, and this apparently got into there, and because it touched you know, the outside of her vagina over <gasps> no, panties. not the vagina. Then that obviously was... Wait, don't pants do that, too? What? Don't pants do that, too? Yeah. We should they, ban they all do. pants. We should ban pants. <laughs> That's right. God Just damn saying. it. Um, I believe uh, you had a little incident with a mirror. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was the sketchiest thing. Did you guys do it? That was, okay. you said last week on the show you were gonna. We were, did I say on the show I'm that we were gonna sure do it? Okay, did. so after the show, Unger wasn't here. Unger! Yes, Boogie. I'm glad to have you back. Why? So I can say, God damn it, I hope you had fun last week because me and my two lovely partners had the most sketchy fucking near-death experience <laughs> trying to remove a seven-foot broken mirror out of the spider room. You didn't just... No, no, Unger. Break it into tiny pieces and sweep it up later? The Unger, the whole idea was <laughs> to bring it into the alley... Set it up, set the video camera behind it. Oh, okay. And then we all, I. You didn't I, just pick it up and put it over your head and walk out with it? How big is this thing? It's a seven foot mirror. By Literally what? a giant. Like Anga could seven, pick it up and it's carry it. It's seven foot by five foot. Okay, That's only yes. five feet wide. That's where you pick it up. <laughs> Except for the fact <laughs> that the mirror was broken, Unger. And I had it taped halfway up, and so that's not going to hold it. Okay, but Boogie, what? How much saran wrap do you have in this building? There you go. You have to get it off the fucking wall, Unger. You can't. The idea is to get the fucking I, mirror outside <laughs> so that it can be in one piece. Right, right, right. So but we can break it on on video. Unger, so just the, you failed him. Okay, the, I, that's I, what I he's failed everybody. The I thought you guys knew this. The second, so I unscrew. <laughs> this is my thing. It's what I do. Whoever you haven't failed it, me yet. You haven't failed Cobra yet. I've only been here 15 minutes. <laughs> Wait. So whoever mounted it to the wall just literally screwed it in with 800 screws. I mean, the thing only weighs like 40 pounds. It's not. It's a, it's it's a thin beer. Probably Tom did that. But whoever did it, it's there, and some of the painted it here. So the crack is now four feet up, which is sketchy on its own. So I'm like, okay, we have to do, let's just do this now because Bunny's not going to be here, and they have to have the mirror gone because it's, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's a massive mirror. Uh so I'm like, we got to get this. This is it. We got to do it. We'll just figure it out. I'm sure it'll be fine. The second I pull the mirror, just because the paint's stuck, so I just give it a little window. The mirror splits straight to the fucking top and shifts. And now <laughs> it's this two giant Boogie. eight seven foot by two foot shards there. And I'm just like, oh, shit. With two cute little girls in the room. <laughs> so guys. I'm like, so I'm giving... So Bunny <laughs> Bunny helps She goes I help. So Bunny I have Bunny In like a big leather glove Standing with one hand On the mirror Standing as far away We had like a whole Little football game plan Inside If I say move You step which way And I go move And we like So we tested So she would step away So if the glass fell this way We go So we had like this whole Maniacal thing in place And then we slowly Got the mirror off And put it on its side On the On a dolly And wiggled and Mew you is the filmed the removal process too. Mew is that the smart been one. Yeah. Mew is the smart one because she's like, I will navigate from the hallway. Mew, so you're she's so like, smart. She's like, <laughs> go wider, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I am helping. So, so she was very, very brave. And so Bunny and I just literally, I was sweating because it was if that thing. So you got it out there. We got it out there. We got it set up. I got the all. I got three hammers. I wrapped them in paper towels. I put ninety six isopropyl alcohol on them. We lit them on fire. We practiced a couple times with you know keeping it sequenced. And everybody was wearing goggles. No, because we were about four <laughs> feet away and we were blowing the dust that way. Um, so we we relied on physical. Look, I'm sorry. I <laughs> they had a plan. We I had a plan. We held the hammers up, and I I the. The actual shot looked pretty cool. As good as you're going to get, you know, shooting the way we shot without, you know, whatever. So, sure enough, there it is. We're standing. You can The camera's behind us, so it's shooting at our reflection in the mirror. And we're standing there, and we hurl these hammers, these flaming fucking hammers, at the mirror, and it just explodes. <laughs> so, it looked real cool, make it in black and white, real vampire But what was funny was the up to the point where they're like, Daddy, my thing's burning! <laughs> <laughs> 
And they're like, oh, it's going to burn me. I'm going to just hold the fucking hammer straight. We only get one shot at this. There is never going to be another time in the universe where we get to break a fucking seven-foot mirror. Boogie, the lengths you will go to to get a stupid fucking video that I'm sorry to say not that Lucas, many people are going to... You can have another shot. All you do is go buy another seven-foot mirror and recreate it. That requires people with employment <laughs> and, money. and money to waste on a two-foot mirror. That's why I get somebody else to buy the mirror for me. That's so... It was sketchy. It was. It was. It was. Man, moving that was. That, a, is that was probably insane. the most. That was the riskiest placing I had done yeah, just with. Don't do anything with riskier bunny, yeah. than that, please. Don't. Don't. If you want to do it yourself, fine. But don't get Mew and Bunny involved. Oh, Mew is like far that. away. <laughs> he was like Mew left, is not left. involved. Bunny's newer in this relationship, <laughs> so she's still trying to please me a little bit. So she's she she likes the submission, oh. but she did a fantastic job. A fantastic job. Fit life is the place. Talk about genital torture in subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about fit life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. All right, so uh, this time we have uh, our favorite Spanish red who wrote a post called Dominance Creates the Submissive. And she says... I wanted to move the earth for Dom A, so every day was an adventure. My limits dropped like dominoes, and I never quite knew where the day might take me. He always respected my no, but my refusals rarely lasted longer than a few days. His suggestion would roll around in my head, becoming more and more tempting with each passing sigh. I began my relationship with Dom B, behaving as though he was everything my previous partner had been. It was a grave mistake. This was not a man willing to protect my safety. This was a sadist who cared more about his pride and pleasure than his skill. The first time a scene got out of control, I put it down to beginner's error. But eventually those mistakes turned into a complete chaos. He didn't pick up any of the pieces he was chipping off of me. Suddenly I was royally failing as a sub, and he reminded me of it often. Now I know that dominance creates the submissive in the same way submission creates the dominant. When either partner approaches power exchange disrespectfully, the dynamic will gradually erode until there is no power exchange relationship left. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I read this a couple times. I really did. And, you know, is this one of the things where you and I are going to have completely opposite takes? No, I mean, I think, look, the majority of our perverted podcast listeners are are new to the lifestyle and they're curious about um all of these relationships and stuff like that. So it is these these types of posts are incredibly important because we're talking about real life be, experience. Yeah, being being open, keeping your eyes open and not having you know kind of those blinders, those erotic novel blinders on, which a lot of people both both obviously doms and subs, tops and bottoms all come into this lifestyle with a certain amount of kind of erotic fantasy of how they think it's going to turn out and so we just get to hear story after story after story about when they haven't made the transfer from fantasy to reality in regards to their partner and this isn't this isn't just tops to bombs obviously we do a lot of dom bashing because those are the funniest stories because they're cause the most damage but it really is on both sides and so the more I keep reading it, and of course this this one is geared towards her experience as a bottom to the the top, but it really that personal responsibility we talk about a lot on the show that it it has to go both ways, you know. Like in this situation, this person had a good experience and then had an expectation that the next one would be the same as the first. And so that trust was completely... She almost made the mistake of believing that it was going to be the same person because it's always different with a different person. And that's, and that's an innocent mistake. But those are the things that we try to teach in the community, that everybody is different, that just because somebody says they are amazing doesn't mean they are amazing until they prove they are amazing with their actions. Everybody lies. But on the, the bottom end... If the bottom doesn't have the ability to recognize when that fantasy is starting to turn into things that make them feel bad about themselves, that make them doubt themselves, that make them feel that they're a bad person, they have to be able to self-advocate and say, this is bad for me. 
Otherwise, you shouldn't be in a relationship, but regardless they, of whether it's kink or, or, or yeah, not kink. Absolutely. But there's a, a pitfall with kink, with a power exchange, because it seems almost, it can seem uh, counterintuitive to turn around and tell your dom you're doing it wrong. Exactly. So you, you doubt yourself and you think, oh, it must be me. Just like she says in the post, it's got to be me. And I, you know what, there was another aspect to this and that we've talked about on the show before, and that is that um, new people, and it's perfectly understandable, you come into the community and probably the first people that you will meet are the really friendly, outgoing people who will come up to you and welcome you in and make you feel great. And there is, it can, there can be a misconception that everybody in the community is great. Everyone is this, is this nice. I've only encountered perfectly, and I've just entered Shangri-La because this is wonderful. It's Eden. I'm going to have a wonderful time, and everybody is, has as much integrity as the people that I've met. Everybody has as much respect as the people I've met, and I trust them all just like these people I met. And I think it's a big mistake because the, the assholes are lurking in the corners. The assholes Yeah, don't they're come waiting out. and watching for the weak ones that and, are... Yes, yeah. and you're going to drop your guard, and you're going to assume just like she did. They know um, the tricks. Yeah, they're, that you're... Oh, well... Dominance or dominance, and they're all the same. And, oh, hell no, they're not, because there are asshole dominance. There are people who just don't know what the fuck they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it's a, it's a crime when something like that happens, because you got somebody who just, who, who finally has come out into the community, and something and like this can burn themselves. them. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's the worst time for something like that to happen. But what I think is, is great about this post is it is a perfect example of somebody who had a positive first experience and then they still got sucked in to a negative second experience and they obviously they came out of it and they learned but they had that the that's they had that strength from the good experience to let them know this isn't how it's always supposed to be how many stories have we heard about in our community of someone coming in and their first experience is a shitty experience and they're gone that's it. Obviously, That's this is true. wrong. Obviously, this was a mistake. I'm not. I'm not cut out for this. This is wrong. I'm a failure at my kink. And then, bam, they're closeted again for the rest of their life. I'm and curious though, since she had a good experience first, and then she had the bad experience second. Where is she now, and what she's doing? Is she going trying to get uh, into another? Relationship? Oh no, no, she's 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 done. She's done pretty well for herself. Okay, she's good. she's actually good. I'm glad. She's this learned, one we she's happen learned, to yeah, know a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Most of we don't know about the people post, but she she's a very prolific writer, and she has a lot of. Um, uh, really great posts in which she discusses all of the things that have happened to her and uh, it's why I end up choosing a lot of her posts because she has a lot to teach and her experience is something that's really it's quite eye-opening so um, it's a great post on many levels I can see that we all took something different from it but it's a great teaching experience so how do we make sure like this is where the practical application like when people don't have what can we do better as a community to empower? Because some people come in, and no matter what you tell them, they're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, that sounds good. Safety, I get it. Yeah, fuck you. And then they jump in anyway. You can't do anything for those people. But there are some people that come in and that are a little self-aware and know maybe they're going to make mistakes. And so what can we do more as obviously as the show, we talk about it yeah. and we try to give these well, pitfalls. You can offer all the classes you want. You can, um, we can talk on the shows off we want. If people aren't going to listen, it's not going to work. But in my experience, the best learning experiences I've ever had were when I attended a class or a lecture or listened to somebody who was so honest with their uh, vulnerabilities and the, the areas in which they failed that I learned from it. Well, me personally, most of my girls that I have with me now. I met them at one of the parties. They were do- doing other situations and they just, they came up and they were talking to me and started to open up. And then I just offered them, I was like, well, if you want to talk, just give me a call. Now they are very loyal to me and they come around, they're around all the time because they had that positive experience and they knew that they could come and talk to me and I'm going to give them my knowledge, but I'm also going to make them, you need to go and research it for you. Well, that's sure. another excellent way to do it. If you're lucky enough to find someone whom you trust. And it's someone, very rare. It, it is very it rare. It absolutely is, but it, you can find it. it, it Talk to people, go to munches, attend classes. I've attended some amazing classes. And if I weren't, you know, when I first started, if I weren't that shy, I I probably should have 
approach these people because, I mean, Miss, Miss D is one who comes to mind, and there have been quite a few here. Even Fauna was a great, and even Fauna you, Boogie, was, because you guys are always so um, uh, forthcoming with your your faults and your frailties. And I know that that's, you know, we make fun of it here on the show, and it's it's good it's good listening because it's hilarious to laugh at us. But there are people who hear that, and they hear this post, and they hear us talk about all the ways in which we fucked up, and they learn tremendous amounts from it. It's one of the things creative explorers always tell me. If you, that's a tremendous thing to learn from somebody else's mistakes. That way you don't have to make the mistake yourself. Yeah, hopefully. So um, I'd also like to add in, once again, for most of our listeners that don't have a community, there is an online community on FetLife um, that grain of salt, not everyone there is perfect. I hate to use the word mentor because it usually has so many douchey connotations in the True. real world. Yes. But there are a lot of people online that are willing in these groups to give you advice. The groups on FetLife are really good for that. You know, you find whatever your your kink or your fetish or your bottom or your top or your submissive site or your dominant site, whatever. And you can ask those questions and find people because they don't have an agenda with you. I, we always tell people, if you're submissive, try to find other submissives that don't have some sort of sexual or controlling agenda with you. If you're a dominant, find other people that don't have something that they can hold over you. There's a lot of people out there that are willing to politely give out their opinions. And the more of those opinions you have, then the more choices you have to make. For those of you that don't have that, uh, that home community that we're so spoiled by, there are people out there that you can ask questions of. Because you know, here at give uh, them a good first experience, and then you can rape them after that. Oh my God! Because they won't be ready for it. (laughs) They won't be ready for it. Though they're in that relationship, they're willing, right? That's right. Oh my God! You guys are just breaking the show. What was that bad? People are turned on by rape too soon. Okay, no, no, no. I mean, consensual non-consent. Come on, Kathy. We got some mail. And we're going to read it, perverted mailbox, because you need it. Yeah! Let's talk about Unger first. We got to talk about Unger? Why do we have to talk about Unger? I like talking about Unger. I don't. I do. I don't have the Unger jingle. Unger. What? I just, it's not here. (laughs) Hang on. He's laughing. See, he failed failed today, right? I failed. I fail every day. It is my way to fail. Welcome to the show. Kathy, talk to Unger. Because, you know, up here at Perverted Podcasts, we fuck up so you don't have to. Thank you, Laz, for the buttons. We got them, and we love them, and we want to start sending them out. Oh, by the way. Unger, Unger, Unger. If you are a Perverted Podcast zombie apocalypse master and would like a button courtesy of Laz, Drop us a line and we'll mail it to you because we'll Boogie's hoarding them. We'll just mail it to you. If yeah. you're PP Apocalypse, yeah, he has PP Zams. Yes, he's got. Yeah, PP that's Zam a perverted buttons. podcast uh, zombie, zombie apocalypse, apocalypse master. master. If you're a master, you should get a button. We'll mail it to you. <laughs> we'll pay. But see, do okay. they have to prove that they're a master? No, we take it's the... It's kind of an we're honor. Kind of I mean, we're like, if you want to be our friend, we'll send you a button. <laughs> we'll send you a button. I mean, can you picture that, though? The person that's like never listened to a show, but they want the button so bad. It's like that the girl that wants to prove that she has a boyfriend. She sticks a vacuum cleaner to the yeah, side of her like neck. People on FetLife that want to be good at something, they say they're a master. Yeah, they just say we they're a master. We should have an online quiz that they have to take to prove they're a pee-pee <laughs> Yeah, and who's going to take... Who's Nobody. Gonna, yeah, because who... Certainly not me. Because well, we're not going to remember <laughs> it. I don't remember anything I've talked about in a... 122 episodes. I don't remember last week's show. They'll be all, remember that time Boogie had a kidney transplant? And I'll be like, I guess. I fucking <laughs> Boogie. Sounds like something we'd do. The There's market. also the issue that Laz is creating the database of what happened in every show. He is? Yes. I thought he dropped that. No, it's still going. He drops oh it and God. picks it up. Just, it's a lot of so, work. So, so even at that point, if they find that somehow, then they're going to be uh, knowing everything that's happened. They can answer all the questions that way. Look, just fucking email pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and say, can you send me my fucking button and give us an address and we'll send it to you. So Chris says, I had the most amazing experience the other day at work. I walk in the door and to greet my coworker, I use my best Unger impersonation and say, Unger, Unger, Unger. Was that the one they used? No. Okay. They say, hello, what a great day today. And I notice one of my coworkers whip around and glance at me. Long story short, I found a new friend that is also a PP listener, and I just thought I would share that. No way. Yes, way. The uh, so he walks into work. He goes, "What a wonderful day! It's a wonderful so- day, Boogie." 
<laughs> okay. I did the math on this. I would freak out if that happened I did the math on this. So the likelihood that... Does this guy work in a fetish club? No, he works, I think, in an office. Because the odd... Look, not to be... Not to be uh, doubtful. But you're gonna. Not to be doubtful. Kathy, we got like maybe 2,000 plays a week at best. I know. There's 400 million people in the world. The likelihood that there's two fucking perverted podcast listeners that just randomly... Oh, happen to oh, be in the same way. That, that listen so often that, that they know they Ungers know have Unger. a wonderful day. That is that's like lottery level coincidence. <laughs> probably a small commu- it's probably a small little island somewhere. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine what the bathroom must look like there? Oh my god. <laughs> oh thank you so oh. much. Black lights. That oh, oh no black lights. No black lights. That is That's am- pretty funny. Unger, do you hear that? You're famous. They're in person. Yep. <laughs> I was what like, there doing? was no excitement in that. Oh, he's got a black light. <laughs> look, look, no, now we have a ray. put rave. down the laser pointer. We have a laser Jesus pointer and a black light. This is a clean facility. What? No, it's not. He's got the black light out. Okay, that was it. Oh, no, we have this other, the other, we have, but someone's going to. Are we done talking about Unger? Yeah. Oh. No, it went out there. What? He's busy playing with his black light. Now Unger is completely involved in his own black light. We lost Unger. I think you Fiki and I like you a lot. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We have another email from Ryan. um, And his email was titled Lilo Siri 2. So if if you don't remember, last week we talked about the Lilo Siri 2 vibrator that that Lilo sent perverted podcast for us to. And then you kept it forever. And I I stole it. You didn't. Yeah, you stole it. And I talked about how I took it to Creative Explorer's place and while he was gone I used it and had a powerful orgasm and I had such a good time and I told Boogie I'm not giving it back to you and we've got this whole tug of war where he wants it back and so Ryan wrote to us and said I have a question mostly for Kathy if in a hypothetical world I wanted to support your sexual well-being and buy one for your very own shipped directly from Amazon to you would you be okay with that I understand if you're not as this is an odd request, and I'm a complete stranger. So let me know how you feel about it. Either way, I want to thank all of you for what you do to make a great and informative show. Meanwhile, Kathy right now is like a pot of (laughs) boiling water with a duct tape lid, ready to just explode. Like, Kathy gets this giddy kind of... Wait a minute. What the hell was that? I look over, and Ann Ann is just literally holding one boob and presenting it to Bunny, like, this is my boob. And and Bunny's just like that's a boob, and she's like, yes, thank you very much. This is this is a boob. That was amazing. This is so, what happens when you get women to take their clothes off and have them sit across from you. They don't have their clothes off; oh. they have their shirts off. Yeah, that's true. That's just uh, she's cupping she, one and showing oh, it to us. Bunny is very boob obsessed. Bunny is a little, bo- and and Ann Ann has has marvelous some, boobs. Yeah, some some pretty uh, some pretty big juggies, and uh, but the excitement. On your face, like just, just like, ha, 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 ha. like you have this like repetitive, like drugged out puppy thing that just goes. Ha, 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 ha. It's so exciting! Somebody wants to send me something. I'm so excited. You should answer him and tell him that I really appreciate you asking, but you can send me as many toys as you want to. <laughs> no, well, but- I gotta tell you, I had a problem with it because. Okay. Uh, it's hard for me to accept shit like this, and and I'm not used to this. I am not a big. Um, you know, personality on online. I don't have any followers or any like a lot of people on Fet Life too. It doesn't mean you're not awesome. Well, this is very true. I'm. It's that's not it. It's it's just that I'm not used it's to this. Weird. And I don't. Yeah, and I'm ultra paranoid. And I'm like, oh my god, what if this? You know, is some thing that's a scam it's a scam i know it is and my mind is going crazy he's gonna send you plastic luggage to the amazon <laughs> drop boxes they have a 7-eleven he's gonna send you bag plastic <laughs> luggage and ask you to pay so for the I, shipping i asked you and i asked creative explorer is this a bad thing what, what do you think should i do because I, I really want it i really want them <laughs> but what do you guys think and i was like all paranoid so you guys talked me off a ledge and said you know what just take say this, yes but to nice. have no expectation just in case it doesn't show up i <laughs> actually boogie that's what what was your advice the, my advice is as long as you disclose look we put out we put out years now of effort to our audience and our audience a lot of our audience through patreon through donations through sending us stuff through making buttons for us through showing up through love support letters and stuff like that our audience wants to reciprocate that. And that's part of a, the, the exchange that we have with our listeners. And every now and again, somebody has a little disposable income, 
and they may want to buy you a present. That is that is a wonderful appreciation. a wonderful appreciation yeah. exchange. As long as you disclose, hey, there's no expectations from you to receive this gift. Like, I mean, you know, some models and porn actors and things like that. It's like, oh, if you send me this much money, I'll do a, you know, masturbation video for you or whatever. There's some exchange that's involved in that. Because they're course, in the business of that. Because they're great. in the business. And so all you have to do is just disclose to this individual that, hey, I totally appreciate this gift. I'm very flattered. It's very wonderful. Thank you. I will accept this gift. And, you know, we can give them a thank you, maybe make a little thank you video that's not you using the toy. Because <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know? Like maybe you Just opening the... the sounds of your voice or something. Yeah. Using Ooh, the I'll, toy. Do a, I'll do another featured orgasm. <laughs> see, now you're committing to more than, than we talked but about. I like doing the featured Okay, orgasm. if you want to do a featured orgasm, and you, you, you're going to call out his name after you... No! God, I can't agree to that. ruining this. Stranger. Listen, r- I did what you suggested. Right. His response was just hysterical he thought that was really funny but totally understood and ryan by the way is the guy he had sent a uh, question we used on some fucking advice about some cognitive dissonance with his wife I because heard he <laughs> because he Good enjoyed job, he enjoyed really treating her harshly but then afterwards all the demons would come to haunt him and go that's right, right. that's not the right kind of thing you do we talked about how hard it is to do stuff like that and i believe you ended up doing a yoda voice Ooh. for him <laughs> ryan sent me the vibe <laughs> Yoda will play with vibe. Mm, In Yoda's not, sphincter, it will take off. Yoda's mm, not touching that vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how Yoda comes? <laughs> no, Yoda's like, ah, ah, ah. That is so gross. And then there's a silence. Af- and then there's a s- <laughs> silence after Yoda comes, and then he's like, oh, wait, you must go now. <laughs> <laughs> On a kinky magic carpet that's stained with sex, we bring you perfect from a On a kinky magic carpet that's stained with sex, we bring you perverts from afar, Kathy. Uh-huh. Kathy, this was kind of an impromptu thing, but it's actually very exciting. So um, we had a bunch of internet tech issues and things, and uh, so now we're starting back up with uh, doing our, our online, like, you know, people that aren't here. We want to get them on. And so we got a very special guest uh, for today's show. Uh we talk about fat life all the time, so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and turn this over. We have a recording of it. We're not going to listen to it now. I'll put it in later. Kathy and I have listened to it. And uh, let's just go into our special guest. So, Perverted Podcast listeners, as you well know, here on this fine show of Perverted Podcast, we talk about fat life every single show, 122 episodes of speaking about fat life posts, defending fat life when they're having their drama. And we are huge supporters of FetLife. So finally, perverted podcast listeners, uh, we have wrangled the man, the myth, the master, the magnet of FetLife groupies, the creator, John Baku. John, welcome to our show. I think the, I think the polite thing to say is thank you for having me. I was going to kind of forego a lot of the bio stuff because obviously we don't have a lot of time. You're a busy guy doing doing all the the fat life stuff sure i want to ask questions that i've been thinking all of these years that we've been on fat life because i know what we get out like obviously with the show what we get out of fat life is we get a great amount of information opinions from all over the world people that are kinky what drives john in the morning because i mean is it the groupies and sluts is it pretty much the hordes of women no no, not even close. It is, I, it is not. I don't get groupies on this show either. I keep waiting for it. Someone told me they were coming, and they don't. Um, <laughs> I believe the lie, John. I just, I really wanted to believe the lie. Um, but uh, I know why I get up and do my show. But, like, when you first started FetLife, do you feel that the mission statement that you started with, you're still being kind of satisfied with? I wanted to make people feel comfortable. I've always wanted to make people feel comfortable with who they were sexually. Uh, you know, my father's owned a very large hairdressing salon. I started working with him when I was 10, cleaning the floors, making coffees, uh, cleaning towels. I listened to stories at the age of 10, you know, in the lunchroom, you know, it's a hairdressing. So a lot of people, uh, there's a lot of gay people that worked for my dad. A lot of my dad's friends were gay. You know, this was the nineties, right? Like, no, late eighties. And most of my friends probably never met a gay person in their life. I remember just listening to stories on, on how 
they didn't speak to their parents anymore or they didn't feel comfortable with who they were or like, you know, one of my dad's best friends, you know, he would be like, he was the most flamboyant, happy, proud gay person I've ever met. But at the same time, like one day when I was 10 years old, we had a, we had a conversation. He's like, if I couldn't be gay, I would. And I was like, why? You seem to love, you seem to love who you are. He's like, it's not easy. He's like, so if I couldn't be it, so, so if I had a choice, I wouldn't be it. And, and that, that really like, after with my brain at a young age, there's many more stories, but it all came to be like, I just didn't want, I want people to feel comfortable with who they were sexually. So I started a documentary series when I was in my twenties called Baku Boys. We, we did, we did weekend documentaries where we brought, you know, as many people who want to come, people would tell their stories. And my whole premise was that if you were able to see somebody else similar to you on, on, on film, tell stories that are similar to you, you would say, holy shit, I'm not alone. There's another person out there just like me. And that would help you feel better with who you were. But uh, it wasn't the right medium for me. And then many years later, I started FetLife. But before that, I started Friends with Fetishes. It's, uh, it, it's been a whole journey. And altogether, it culminated into, into FetLife. And what a fun journey it's been so far. Can you give me an example of a good day on FetLife? When I get an email in the morning or whatever time of day I get from somebody saying, hey, like I thought I was all by myself in this world, and then I came onto FetLife, and I found out there's other people just like me, and I know I'm not alone anymore, that's why I do it. That's the pay. Or or like the, the, the big ones, like somebody met their partner and they got married. Right. Like that's just like, damn, you know, like forget about all the negative nannies. Uh, and I'm not kind of, I don't want to be condescending. Like I'm not trying to be condescending to people who are being negative. Like, like the people who, who attack the people who, who have negative, who have negative feedback on, on some of the decisions we make. I really appreciate that stuff. Well, some of it's positive, but some of it's people that are actually just haters. So I, I, well, I understand it, what you're saying. The the constructive feedback, obviously that's welcome and, and helps you build a better site. But how does it's the delivery? It's the delivery it, that I have issues with. Yes, <laughs> it, and I have to, and and people are not going to change. No, you know, I don't. I don't expect to be that one person. Even though I try sometimes to get somebody to change and be like, hey, you know, like you you, you get more bees with honey than vinegar. I think the expression is. I'm just like, why don't you just talk to me nicely and I'll I'll, I'll hear you better. You know, get a lot more empathy out of me. But but you know, I always have to be like, okay. Forget about the delivery. What is their pain point? Why do they feel so emotionally? Why are they so emotional over this? Because it must really bother them. So what did we do that's really affecting them? Because at the end of the day, if somebody's very upset, there's a reason for it. It's not random. Sure. Um, so there is, I probably learned a lot more from the people who, I'm going to say hurt my feelings, <laughs> but the people who give me negative feedback than the people who give me positive feedback. The positive feedback is the reason I do it. The negative feedback is what gets me. And it's not me. It's a team of 15 people. It's a we. Um, I'm just talking about my history. Um, it's what makes us want to continue to iterate over what we have to make sure that we better support people. We do a better job at what we're doing. So what do you think is the best approach to talking to people outside the community that are hating on kinky people? I think we need to spend a lot more time listening than we do talking and we need to not educate people the way we want to educate them but we need to educate people the way they need that's gonna be the most persuasive we don't need to shock people it's not gonna help to shock people like that's for our own benefit right that's for our own like entertainment exactly we we, we need to put our pride aside and which is very hard for anybody to do and we need to be like okay how do i try to reach this person halfway John, I like a lot of things you're saying. I'm I'm real excited about hearing from you. I'm really glad you took some time out. Uh, is there anything coming up in uh, Fet Life that we should look forward to? Yeah, we don't we don't talk about the future okay. uh, simply because I uh, I used to do that a lot. Okay, no and, promises, and, and I hated disappointing people. Every two weeks, we have a, an announcement of what the changes we've made. We've been chugging along steadily, uh, improving the site every two weeks. I know next week I have a lot of interviews with new people to bring onto the team. Very so good. the team is growing. You know, we're coming up to our 10-year anniversary, and I'm really looking forward to the, the, the next 10 years. I hope there is another 10 years. I'm uh, We're sure on your team. We've always been on your team, John. 
it's it's great hearing from you once again. Thank you so much for all the tireless work that you guys do over there at FetLife and uh, giving us that environment to to keep being ourselves, man. Well, thank you. The team really appreciates it. All right, man. We will talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. And that was amazing. (laughs) That was amazing. Wow. It's just time travel. Time travel. (laughs) We just went through that seven minutes and 19 seconds and four seconds. We so rock. I was so, I was really excited to talk to John. Uh, My favorite part of hearing from him, I really wanted, we talked about a bunch of stuff, um, but I really wanted people to just get a kind of a chance to know, know John because you know this guy that you hear stuff from and we all bitch and moan about the things we don't like or we talk about the things we do like about FetLife. And he's him and his team has got to field that. And so it was just I just wanted to give a little, you know, a little segment of saying, hey, this is where this guy comes from and, you know, some of his thoughts. And what I really like is somebody that's been beat up. I mean, you got to think seven million people listening or on FetLife or however many millions of profiles are a lot of complaints and you get a lot of hate. And I always talk about, oh, hate really makes you build, and hate really makes you build. I don't get, all, I don't get any hate on this fucking show so far. And you want it. You know, and I want it because of the thing that he said, you know, where he said, this is what makes you grow. Because you have to get over that butt hurt and then start listening to people to hear what, what, what are they actually saying? Why are they actually butt hurt and pissed? And, and I thought that was a great level of maturity that... That that he's gained over these you know almost ten years of doing FetLife. Mm-hmm. He echoed how I feel about getting emails. This is why I love doing the perverted mailbox segment, and sometimes I read a lot more than you would want me to read because because it's so odd. I mean, maybe you're used to this having done radio before. I've never have. So to sit here and and talk to you and it, you know we're just discussing. We're friends. It's it's like we're sitting at the kitchen table, and so. I'm always and I, so I don't know what's happening on the other end. I know that people are listening. You keep telling me the numbers go up, and I'm all that's great. But whenever I get feedback on an email, just like he said, it's it's so amazing to me that someone I don't even know from you know halfway across the world heard what we said and it and it touched them in some way. Maybe they hated it, maybe they loved it, but they thought something about what we did. And so when he said that, I thought that. That is exactly how I feel about the perverted mailbox section. That's why I love hearing from our listeners, why I'm always imploring at the end of the show, send us your stuff, because we really do want to know how this is affecting you, what you want, what you don't want. I mean, yeah, we have a great time here, but we wouldn't have done this for 123 shows just for us. If it weren't no, for, no. <laughs> no, we would we not have stopped doing it a long I time ago. Two shows. <laughs> yes. It would have been two shows. Great. They put that in a resume for something else. And we then did two shows. Done. When he talked about, you know, the, the fact that when you get those emails, like the, the, the constructive ones challenge you. But those positive emails, those are the ones that get you out of bed because, you know, they're not making gobs of money at, at, at FetLife. They're 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 not. You know, because and they could, they could make more if obviously if they perved it out, made it more search engine pervert friendly, you know, you know, to be able to find dates and stuff like that. But they really wanted to keep that integrity to have it mostly be about sharing positive information and learning and feeling secure about who you are. And so uh, so I get that, you know, and that's why I said, hey, what drives you? You know, I want to hear from him. And so it was good. I was really I was excited to hear him. When you need a beating but you don't want to think Step right up and spin the wheel of kink See, this is great because now I'm just getting a look from Ann, Ann, and Bunny Because they're like, is that me? Is that my- Can you please pull that microphone down? Can you please take your social, uh, you know, things and move those? Social things? I'd like, I'd like to just get both of you to bend over that table and, uh, what about Mew? She's and, and, naked and, and over there. I, you beat her all the time. I beat her all the time. Yeah. I, beat the, I was going to talk. We had a really cool gong. That, can you guys take off your take off your pants? I told and you. Let's the do the rest of potato now, I'm mayhem. While bending over, I'm going to tell you that I had an amazing scene right on that massage table. You know, the hard points hanging right there. So I put the table center. And I hung one of the giant gongs. You and your gongs. And I sat them both kind of cross-legged, and the gong was like, right, huh? They make cool sounds. Yeah, just so I have giant rumbling gongs. And and I hung it between them, and they kind of sat cross-legged, and they held hands under the gong, so the gong was like really close. And then I I gonged and rumbled, 
and then it, you know they relaxed and we did like some guided kind of kinky meditation with it and then i did knife play on them and cut them while i was gonging and so it was like this rush of the gong and then there was knife scratching and stuff like that it was fucking hot vibrations and stuff too yeah vibrate so yeah so you feel the vibrations and stuff like that and then it's all relaxing so it was actually really hot okay can you guys bend over now please thank you very much joe wait 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 what is your what do your panties say i am batman oh (laughs) you have batman panties and it's a little batman no, really. I'm Batman. It's a very small <laughs> Batman. It's right on her. Can you guys bend over? Very cute. Just bend over that. There's, you're not really going to do Wheel of Kink. You're just going to beat him, right? No, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Kink. Go ahead and just... Joe, can you go over to the... Bring the Wheel of Kink over here. Actually, hold it up to that microphone. Just hold it right up. Just hold it real close to it. It makes a sound. Real close. Real close. Kathy, can you I spin the Wheel wrong. of Kink and see what I'm going to beat these women with? Spanking. It is a spanking. My favorite. It is a spanking. I don't have. Oh, there, there we go. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was that? Half applause. That was half applause. Okay. <laughs> Me, tap the mic. I just want to make sure. Yes. All right, Kathy. Do you want to do the honors? No. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go. I know. <laughs> you always always micromanage my spankings, <laughs> and I'm not in the mood tonight. Well, you can micromanage mine. Why don't you do this, Kathy? What? After all this time, why don't you go ahead the entire time? Because you won't there, listen to me. That is exactly correct. That's why I won't That's do it. What you have to Just do when I talk to you. Just go spank them Just and don't shut listen. up. You're so annoying. I'm ignoring oh you. God. Stop talking. God. Only you would have all these naked women, and you're busy yelling into the mic. Shut up, guys. You sound like Schultz. <laughs> Put your head forward. Over here. Over here. That's right. Why are their panties still on? I'm going to pull them up. I'm going to pull them up. And <laughs> right into their hand. butt cracks. I'm going to let them ride up a little bit because that's what I do. Can you hear the mic? Yes. Okay, good. Oh, my God. This is good. This is what we do at the end of the show. You know what's great, Kathy? What? Like, people are going to listen. Are you guys giggling? <laughs> That's what this they think of your spanking. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off, They're laughing at you, Boogie. Hit them harder. <laughs> What's really good about this is a lot of new people are going to listen, you know, because we have John Baku on. And they're going to be listening to the show. <laughs> and they're probably only going to listen once. <laughs> <laughs> we lost them already. <laughs> We've already lost the new listeners. But this is what we do here on Rewarded Podcast. Are you ready for a good one? Okay, you ready, Anna? Okay, feel it. Take a deep breath. Hear the sound of my voice. Oh. I don't think they're supposed to be giggling Honey. through it. I know. <laughs> He's doing I something want wrong. You to hear the sound of my voice. Did we say he took classes? I'm giggling better. Shut up! <laughs> I am the Uber <laughs> If anything, you're making them giggle more. Shh. Notice how I ignore Kathy. <laughs> I don't think they believe okay, him. Yeah. One more good one. Are you ready? Here we go. And that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this favorite playground for us to record in. If you are in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold.org to find out about joining their Kiki family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, to Unger and everybody in the chat room. <laughs> to Mew and Bunny and Ann-Ann. Uh, yeah, you guys got to applaud yourselves. And I'm sorry I've forgotten everybody's name already. Cobra Commander. Commander Joe. Woohoo! Thank you guys for being here. And thank you, Ryan, for supporting my sexual well-being. Never has anyone other than myself been this concerned for my orgasms. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, we have finished show 123, and we're going to do this again next week. The song at the end of the show, this is actually a special song, Kathy. It's a demo recording, but it's one of my favorite songs that I ever ever recorded. It is called No Agenda. And we are going to see you guys next week. For those of you that are new and listening to our show, we do this every single week, and we are really dedicated to making sure that people feel comfortable. We have a very similar message that uh, FetLife has, and we hope you can join us next week on show 124. Until then, we are out of here! Kick it. Gasp!
prices up and down, it makes my wallet wonder why the oil companies intentionally always got to steal my thunder. I wish that I had wings so I would never ever need to drive. Because I'm always broke and I'm usually jobless. Spend my money at the bars where the girls go topless. I got a wig, you got a wig. Get on top and do the thing that you do. Sugar, you could play with me until my money's gone. Could that be? Maybe Jolly Mr. Jolly with the 12 pack and a couple of dollars. Somebody coming to give me a kiss. Somebody coming to come to take off a dress. We could do it here and never have to leave the home. The trolley or the bill or the dollars for the bill collector and he say I've been naughty. Water go by, my lights go out. My clock no more goes ticky ticky tock. Now I'm in the dark, but I still can sing my song I'm singing. Want the girl? He just want the girl with the pretty long legs, with the pretty long legs, and the pretty pretty curls, and the pretty pretty curls. So sorry, Mama Cita, I hate to inform you, baby boy makes a living on unemployment.